Hey you, thank you for joining me for episode number 92 of Better Regulate Than Never. I know I've said it so many times, but I love the summer. And I'm not sure if I would guess most of you are on summer break now. I think I mentioned in a couple episodes ago that some of you might have summer school. And I've done summer school before, so I know what that's like. Or some of you might have driver's ed. I know in our area, driver's ed happens in the summer a lot. It's a separate thing from school. Or maybe you're just uh, figuring out driving and doing those things and not actually taking classes for it. Um, But here, well, I love hot weather. So probably wherever I would live, I would, in the summertime, I would love the weather because I like it hot. Um, But I hope that you're enjoying the summer so far if you're in summer or if you just started it or even if you have summer school. It isn't like regular school, so you have time to do other things. And I remember last summer I did some episodes about, you know, trying new things and challenging yourself in the summer. And if you are a new listener, go back and listen to some of those episodes about the summer and some of the things I tried to do last year, like I just had in my uh, time hop memories that yesterday, it had been a year since my husband and I tried fiddle lessons last summer. So that was really fun. I enjoyed doing that. And I didn't continue with it, though. I think I am sure in the episodes I talked about that it was kind of just to try something different. I really didn't want to like become a fiddle player. But there's so many things that you could just try in the summertime because you have a little bit more time and just see what you think about it. And maybe it's something you will pick up and do, and maybe it's not something that you would do, but that's okay. It's just about challenging your brain a little bit, thinking about things in a different way. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. So this summer, I am causing myself so much panic by thinking the thought I have to figure this out. Now, this is a thought error. And if you, again, are a new listener and haven't listened to the other ones, or even if you have to kind of be reminded, which sometimes I do, like I have to go back in my episodes and be like, oh, I said that, or I talked about that. So even the person who's writing this and speaking it has to go back and remind themselves about what they said. So Um, You might want to go back to episode number 34. I think it was, I just wrote down the number, but I think it was called something like when your brain offers you unhelpful thoughts or something. And so we talked about thought errors and there's a ton of thought errors and I did not cover all of them in that episode. And thought errors are also, depending on what source you look at, are called different things. So You'll kind of have to research that a little bit more if you want to really dive into what are the thought errors. But uh, in that episode, it was called imperative thinking. And remember, the word imperative means you have to do something. So when you think I should do something, I must do something, or in this case, I'm thinking I have to figure this out. So I could put in the word must for half. I must figure this out. When I think I must figure this out, I am telling myself, um, I am thinking the thought I must figure this out about my business, 
because now it is my full-time job. And when it was my part-time job, I didn't think I must figure this out. I was thinking I want to figure this out or it's going to be fun to figure it out, but I have this other paycheck that's helping me. Well, now (laughs) I have this panicked feeling of I must figure out my job, my business. Um, I started a new group last week, which I'm really excited about. Today's the second session and I can't wait uh, to see everyone today, but I am also thinking that about my new group. I must figure out this new group. I must make it perfect. I must do all these things. I'm wanting to start a newsletter that I, I've been wanting to start for a while, but I kept thinking, you know, how do I want it to be? So I must figure out this newsletter that I want to start. But as you're, as you're hearing my thoughts say all this stuff, maybe you're starting to feel this panic or overwhelm. And that's what's, that's what those thoughts are causing me. So because this feeling is causing me, because this thought is causing my feeling of panic, I wanted to work with my coach on this. So my coach and I worked on, you know, Hey, I have this thought and I need to, I need to help. I need help neutralizing it. And what do I need to do? So we have to find, my coach and I worked on thoughts that I could believe that feel, that cause a feeling that's more comfortable than panic or overwhelm. So here's some thoughts that we came up with that are a little bit more neutralizing. I am in the process of figuring this out. So it's not that I have to do something, but I'm working on it and I'm figuring it out. Or another one that I love is all decisions are right. Now, this one is harder to believe when I first tried on. Um, I have to like think about, okay, all decisions are right. Because one of the things that I was deciding in my first session for my group was what program to use to make it interactive. And so the idea of all decisions are right helps me because I think, okay, well, no matter what program I decide, I don't have to to take a day. And sometimes I've taken two days spinning around on what program to use for some reason, or, you know, for some project I'm doing. And I gave, I constrained my time and I made myself have just an hour to decide what program I was going to use. Because if all decisions are right, what difference does it make? Because you know, your brain will tell you, well, what if you hate that program? Or what if that program doesn't work? Or what if your participants don't like the program? So what? Because if it doesn't work out, and I do the program with this, uh, if I do my presentation with this program, and I don't like it, I just pick a different program next time. Or it's never a bad or wrong decision. Because even if my participants didn't like it, or even if I don't like it, I learned something. I'm like, oh, okay, that doesn't work. I'm going to try this other thing. So there's really no wrong decisions about which program to pick. This kind of thinking and like constraining your time and thinking all decisions are right really saves a lot of time because like I said, I've spent two days before spending around in what program I should use for something. And that's a lot of wasted time. If I say in this one hour, I'm going to pick one and I'm just going to go for it. That saves a ton of time. 
Another thought I tried on was I figure things out. Because as I started talking to my coach, and this is what's so great about working with a coach, because you, you know, I want you to all be watchers of your thoughts always. And you can do that on your own and you need to do that on your own. You don't always have somebody with you, but you know, because I do that on my own, then I can, I can look at some thoughts and write them down and think, okay, I need help on this one. So then when I have my coaching session each week, I can go to them and say, oh, I've been working on this, but this is the one I can't like figure out what is causing it or I don't know how to loosen it or find a believable thought. So in talking with my coach through all of this process, I was telling her stories about all the things that I have figured out in the past. And she said, what if you try on the thought, I figure things out? Because I do figure things out. When I started the podcast, I didn't know how to do that. I figured it out. When I dreamed for two years that I would have this group at this coffee shop, I didn't know how I was going to do it or what the topic was going to be or, you know, who would show up or whatever. But I figured out how to create that or bring that into reality just by saying, Hey, I want to have a group and let's put it on the calendar. And so I always do figure things out. And so why is my brain telling me, Oh, this time about my website, about my newsletter, about my presentation, about my podcast or my business? Why is my brain telling me, you know, you have to figure this out? Like, I'm not going to figure it out because I totally am. So I just have to calm my brain down and watch my brain go crazy. And I need to be gentle with myself, not judge myself. And so I say to my brain, I am glad that you are working so hard to figure this out and it's going to be okay. We'll figure this out and it will be fine. And that is something that you can do when your brain is spinning around and this panic and overwhelm and anxiety and whatever kind of feelings that you're feeling Go backwards in the model, go back up to the thought line. What thought is causing that panic, that overwhelm, that anxiety? Now, there'll probably be a lot of thoughts, but write them all down in a thought download. Remember, that's way back in episode two, probably, of, you know, how to do a thought download. But when you write down all your thoughts, then you know, weed through that piece of paper that has all those thoughts on it and decide, okay, I really want to work on this thought. And when I want to work on that, what thought that thought is causing what feeling of panic, overwhelm, anxiety, whatever. And then you can start thinking about how do I neutralize that thought? What are some modifiers I could put in it? What are some other ways that I can look at it? So instead of me thinking, I have to figure this out. I can think I'm in the process of figuring this out. Both those feel totally different. And once I had someone show me that I'm like, oh my gosh, now I'm thinking I'm in the process of figuring this out or all decisions are right. Instead of thinking I have to figure out the perfect program for this presentation. No, all decisions. I have this one hour to make this decision I'm going to, and it's fine. 
So in the first five episodes, I mentioned episode two, but in the first five episodes, I describe the whole model to you. And I kind of go, each episode kind of goes through a piece of the model. So you can go back and listen to that if you haven't, or remind yourself about it with the thought downloads and, you know, how do the feelings feel inside of your body? Those thoughts create feelings, those feelings create actions, and those actions create results. So when we look at a circumstance like I now have this business that is my income generator. What do I think about that? What, how does that make me feel when I think that? What actions do I have when I have that feeling? And what results does that action or inaction create? And with the model on this situation of my group presentation, because I was thinking I have to figure this out, I have to pick the right presentation, whatever, This time in the model, I started with my future self. I looked, I I already had the presentation done for the first time. I went to her and I asked myself, what do I want my result to be? So, you know, in the model, and if you have to go back and listen um, and and look at the different um, worksheets and stuff that I have on those episodes, you can see those in the show notes. The model, the whole thing is circumstance, then the thought of that, the feeling, the action, and the result. So I'm on the bottom result line and I think about, okay, what do I want my result to be? So I said, I want my result to be many interested and fulfilled participants in my group. And so then that's the bottom, the result. And so then I go up and I ask myself, what actions what I need to do or not do that would cause that result. So I asked myself what actions and I said to myself, I need to create, I will create an interactive and engaging presentation. I'm going to have positive energy. As I put the presentation together, I'm going to spend time preparing for it and thinking about offering the best content to my participants as I'm putting the presentation together. And even when I'm at the presentation, I'm going to keep that energy of being positive and loving people and that I wanted to have unconditional love and care for all of the group members. And so as I created the presentation, I thought about loving them unconditionally. And if I loved everyone, what would I be offering them and how would I show up in the group? And I have this feeling of unconditional love about um, what I would be thinking And so then my thinking, so that was my feeling, you know, I'm going to feel unconditional love. I'm going to feel loving towards them. And then when I feel that way, what am I thinking to create that feeling? And I'm thinking, I love these people and our discussion. And so we can create something from our future self. We can look into the future and ask our future self, what's the result, and then go up the model instead of going down the model, which is the way I taught it in the first five episodes. Now, we actually have done this exercise last August in the back to school episode. So if you remember, or if you haven't listened, go back to the back to school episode last August. But we imagined our future selves in May or June of 2022, because different people have different endings to their school year. 
And I, I asked you to imagine how would you feel after that amazing school year? You just had the best school year you ever had. You feel amazing. You had great grades. You made new friends. You got a part in the play, you know, whatever you imagine as that, like that successful school year and it's over and that's your result. Then we went up and we were like, okay, well, what actions would you need to have? What, what feeling would you need to have throughout the school year in order to create that result? What thoughts would you have to have to create that feeling that would bring about those actions and those results? So I don't know how you ended your school year. I hope you did practice that all school year because it is a way to kind of go backwards on from the bottom of the model all the way up to the top and using our future self to create and plan that. So did you practice that? How did it work? Don't judge yourself if you didn't quite create what you wanted. If you did this activity at all, even if you didn't get that exact result, like for instance, because my, when I was doing this future self about my presentation last week and I moved up, I had no idea what the result was going to be. I just said many interested and um, engaged participants. So now it's past that first group time and I do know how part of it went. And I had the, I had in my result line, many interested and interactive participants or whatever. Now I didn't have many. And so I could judge myself and say, oh, well, you didn't have many, so forget about it. But I did have some. And so I'm not going to beat myself up about that. I didn't have many because for one, I know the people that were there got a ton out of it. I know that I showed up and I was my most engaged and loving self. And that is going to make a difference. If no one else ever shows up, it's going to make a difference. If more people show up next time, because I am figuring out how to get people to know what I'm doing. I'm figuring out how to best approach people and get people into my circle. And so um, one of the, there was an an analogy that I heard on a podcast recently where there is a key, there's a lock that I need to unlock. And I, right now I'm trying to unlock how to get more listeners to my podcast. I'm trying to unlock, how do I get more clients? I'm trying to unlock, how do I get my message out to more people? And I have this keychain that has a hundred keys on it. And I'm just trying each key to see which one will unlock that. And I don't know which key is going to unlock it. And your thing to unlock is probably about school or about relationships or about how to get along with your parents. And we all have a lock that we need to unlock or we want to unlock. And we need to try different things and different thoughts and feelings and actions to get those results, like to get that key or get that lock unlocked. And so everything you try, whatever it is, is going to be you're trying a key. Now, if you've ever had a bunch of keys that you're trying to unlock something, sometimes you might get lucky and the first key you try, oh, it unlocks the lock. That's great. And I 
of course, we all want that one. We want the first key to be the one that unlocks everything. But I would say 99% of the time, it's not going to be the first key. So you're just going to keep trying. So I'm going to keep trying a different key. Okay, now I'm trying this presentation. How does that work? Oh, I'm trying this on social media. How does that go? I'm doing this topic on my podcast. Maybe that's the one that everyone will be like, oh my gosh, that meant so much to me. So I'm just trying different keys and I'm going to be kind to myself and I'm going to love myself through all of this, even if what I picture in my mind as the result doesn't always look exactly like that picture because we're never going to know and that's okay. So if you practiced this over the whole school year and your amazing self, your amazing results in May and June wasn't exactly what you thought, you still moved forward. You still tried things. You were trying the keys. You're on key 25 and we've got 75 more keys. So let's just keep going. Don't give up because I just keep thinking to myself, I'm one key away from making this work. I'm one key away from opening this up to more people. So just keep thinking that same thought about whatever lock you're trying to unlock and just keep going through your summer, trying different keys, trying different thoughts that you want to have to create something next school year. Um, I'm sure if you did this, you made some progress. And so don't give up on that momentum. And then next May or June might be the time that you have that that pictured result that you pictured for this year. If you need some help getting this future self thing figured out, let me know. We can chat about what results that you want and we can try different ways and different thoughts and different keys. And that's what a life coach does. A life coach helps you go through that key ring and figure out which of these keys is going to unlock this thing I want so much. I also get coaching every week because I need help at 53 trying to figure out what key is going to open up the lock. And I'm going to need help the rest of my life. We all need help with this. And because this is a newer industry, a lot of people don't know about it. They don't know what it means. How could we not all benefit from having a person help us try the keys and talk us through the process of trying the different keys? So that's what I'm here for. And you have access to me because you're listening to me and you can get, you can work on it yourself by listening to the podcast. You don't have to do anything else. And that's totally fine. I don't think you will get the results you're looking for by just doing that, but it's a great start. I can tell you that before I became a life coach, I listened to the podcast that the owner of the Life Coach School produced, and I I was so, I started her podcast so far into where she was at, like she had years of podcasts before, and so I literally, I could listen to an episode a day for over a year. It might have been almost two years I could listen to an episode a day. It was probably just one year, but because I don't think I listened on weekends. I just listened Monday through Friday on my way to work. But for probably three years, I just listened to the free podcast, took what she said on the podcast and just put it into my own life. Like I just decided I'm going to do this. And I did it on my own. Then I was like, okay, I want to take this to the next level. 
So then she had been talking about, she had this thing called self-coaching scholars where you were part of a membership and she took those concepts that she was working on in the podcast and gave those people in the membership extra work to do on those concepts. And I was like, okay, I want to do that. So then I started doing that. And that helped me even more because she had classes and uh, coaching calls that you could get on and get coached and listen, and you could get free coaching by being in the membership with different coaches she had already trained. And then through all that, I'm like, oh, I love this so much. I want to do this too. And so then, you know, there was like, oh, and you can join the school and, and go through and be certified as a coach. So it was kind of a process for me. I had to listen to the free content and like really realize, oh my gosh, I am changing my life on my own, but I want more change. And so then that was when I got a life coach. So maybe that's where you're at. Maybe you're just listening and you're like, I like this. This makes sense to me. I'm going to try it. But when you're ready to go on to the next level, I'm here. And all you have to do is go to my website and click book a consult, get a free session, whatever, so that you can see how can this person help me unlock my lock, help me find the key that's going to do it. So my website is betterregulatethanever.com. It's all one word. And when you go there, you can listen to my podcast because there's a podcast link. There's a coaching link. There's a link about just about me. You know, what's my philosophy? What am I trying to do here? So you can check out all that stuff uh, because we need help moving forward sometimes. And remember, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, I said, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And if you're ready, I can be your teacher. So, and hopefully I'm already your teacher by listening to this, but I hope you are enjoying your summer. I am totally going to enjoy mine, even though I'm also working really hard, but I will talk to you soon.